0: good evening and welcome to san antonio fc fancast my name is harry uh i will be the host uh, of the show uh joining me tonight's rafa royce may be dropping in uh we're not sure uh robert is celebrating his uh, national TV appearance with the family already or we've been um, crying in the, <laughs> the same time.
1: <laughs> I think, I think it's wonderful. I think he was enjoying it first and then it's probably weeping. now. <laughs> uh,
0: for those that don't know, uh, XFL kicked off here in San Antonio with the uh, Brahmas. Um, in front of 24 uh, ish thousand fans, uh, supposedly. It yeah. looked all right on TV, especially compared to Arlington and and others uh, for that here, uh, along those lines here. So, uh, Royce just texts that uh, uh, unfortunately he is not going to be able to make it uh, today, uh, unfortunately. So, I hope all is well. Uh, but uh, we've got two weeks to cover um, for that here. Not a lot of information. Uh, still, uh, as far as player movements or anything along those lines. Uh, but, um, we've got a player announcement, a rumored player coming in, but there's photo evidence that he's in San Antonio. Uh, we came out with a promotion schedule and there was a one, one draw or a seven to one loss, depending on how you look at it. Here. <laughs> to tulsa so but it's preseason, and coach marcina has already mentioned uh pre not about results it's about fitness it's about staying healthy and and it's it's working the uh new players uh coming in so uh, we'll start with that there first rafa uh you being a coach um your thoughts on preseason and you know, kind of what's the most important thing uh if it, you know i know uh, with tulsa they went with the split squad and that's why I think, I think uh, you know, as SAFC tweeted out that uh, um, a lot of the second on, on the second 60 minutes was mostly academy players. I think that, that got the run out where, um, uh, you know, Tulsa still had some of their first teams in there because I think it was uh, uh, Joaquin Rivas that got a hat trick, uh, something along those lines, who's a first teamer uh, for uh, Tulsa. So uh, your thoughts kind of on preseason and, and how that sets up?
1: Yeah, basically like preseason, it's kinda of what Marcina said is just for fitness and seeing what, what combination of players work out. You know, you're you're basically, you know, just kind of testing the waters. Um you know, also trying to avoid injuries too. That's why he made, that's why you put the Academy players in that other game and get to give them experience and I'm sure the guy from Tulsa that scored a hat trick we very proud to scoring a hat trick on, on academy kids and so forth. But I don't think he could have done that with our first team. So, uh, And really, our first team, you know, you're, you're just it, the majority of the players that we have back, they already have that chemistry is just kind of, you know, getting familiar, you know, familiarized again. It's more of seeing those new players that we sign. How do they fit in? What roles can they, you know, play in this upcoming season you know, what works, what doesn't work. And, and, and also, like I said, the, those new players getting familiarized with the guys, you know, to build chemistry with them and Marcino you know, knowing when the, who to put in that rotation. Cause I'm sure, like I said, last year you had a kind of a set rotation last year, despite all those injuries we had, but that's, you know, that's what, you know, coach, you know, you have to know how to manage that. So, yeah, the, as far as the one-one time, good result. I mean, it's a good for first start, you know. And I'm sure some of these teams, you know, so, Tulsa probably needs more of the work because, you know, they're probably a, a team that has not a new players and uh, still they're, they're still trying a lot to lot
0: new players. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're still trying to figure out. And that's why probably they played extended, extended, you know, played more into the extended game than our than our first team guys. So. No, no, no worries on us. And like I said, it happened last year. And look, what was the end result? We ended up winning the whole thing, so it's not, it's not a biggie. But it's a good thing just to see what we have right now.
0: So, lineup wise, we don't really know in the first half. Um, Maloney, Pirano, Azucar, Dylan, and Nico Hansen and PC uh, is reportedly have played here there was a goal right there was a goal that san antonio c tweeted out here
1: From That's a nice little, little chip shot by Dylan,
0: but you could tell a little bit of miscommunication. I think that was Nico there. Yeah, that that crossed in. So,
1: but that that's going to happen. Like I said, kind of not being from my eyes, But hey, you had someone there that was there last year that knows it's able to finish, and he was able to clean that up, and that's good to see Dylan's back to form. You know, he kind of wandered. You know. I think when that injury kind of hurt them a little bit towards the end, but it's good to see him back at hundred percent. And, you know, we really kind of rely on him and his leadership, especially up front, you know, to take that role as far as getting some balls in, into the net. And so, like I said, depending on who we have him, you know, whether it's Nacho or even, even um, Pirano playing up top with him, you know, it's, you know, we're going to really rely on his, his skill set and his leadership out there and his experience.
0: So in the second half, per San Antonio FC, they tweeted out the uh, starting eleven for the second period, uh far Tainer, Holt, Larrera, Pirano, Gomez, Baloney, uh uh Bologna, Maloney, uh, Manley, Dylan, and Padilla. You can space baloney and maloney uh, separately there. Come on. Uh the social media team, but uh <laughs> to me, like I said here, we don't know who started, but for the second period because they played two thirty minute because uh, they only played a sixty minute friendly and then followed it up with another sixty minute friendly as as we as we discussed here. So um, kind of interesting to see if that was the full starting lineup for all or if there were there was uh, some substitutions. I think uh, Patelia and Holt. Uh, our academy kids right, if Mm -hmm. if, uh, memory serves me correct, along those lines here. So interesting thing, would like to say, hey, we could talk a little bit more about it. Uh, There's really not, uh, you know, if according to uh, Coach Marcina and the result, uh, very happy with, with our progress through the preseason. Again, the results are not our concern. It's demonstrating our team identity to see where we're at. Actually very, very pleased to see our pro players playing, I think, and I think they were fantastic, definitely demonstrated our team identity, executed our principles very, very well. Unfortunately, not to get more than just one goal, and we were dominant, so very happy to see where we're at, but still have a lot more to do. Um, PC, uh, and I think this is probably a little surprise for us. On his first match back on the field, it was amazing. I'm so happy to be back on the field with the guys. It's very different in a training session versus a game. I know it's not the season yet, but it's a game for us. It doesn't matter if it's preseason or season game. Uh, for uh, you know, for us, every game we go 100 percent to win. So it was very special for me to be back with the guys uh, for that here, and of course that's uh, from Kevin Bass and, and Safc.com uh, here. So. Uh, the standard media SAFC <laughs> lines <laughs> being put out. Uh, it's preseason, got to get those out. But, uh, how shocked were you, PC, was playing?
1: That's, I mean, I can understand like having broken ribs. It's maybe about a month or two, just depending on how Ridger. The one thing I was more con- really concerned was the spleen, you know, that that it, you know, that's a real serious injury there. Uh, we don't know what the time frame as far as healing from that, but to see that he's back playing, you know, right away, that's a great sign, especially, like I said, at the beginning for him to be probably start at the beginning of the season. It's, it's a great boost. Cause like I said, we do rely, need his leadership on, you know, I, I think we kind of missed it a little bit on the playoffs, even though we took care of business, but, you know, I'm sure if we had him, like I said, especially in that final, we probably would have destroyed Louisville even more with his presence on there because he would probably would have given him fits. Uh, but it's great that we have him and back and, you know, it's we're ready to go. And and it's a good sign. Like I said, it sounds like he's ahead of schedule than what we probably thought, you know, he would be at at this time.
0: Yeah, I'll admit uh... – because I think it was more the spleen that we thought was going to be the issue on um, mm-hmm. being able to get back out than the, than the ribs uh, for that here. But, yeah, they mentioned, four, what, four weeks or so? Yeah. Um, obviously, I think he's back a little bit quicker. Um, now was, what, probably 30 minutes or so, 30, 45 minutes. Uh, yeah, I doubt he probably played both halves uh, for that here. So just to be able to get out, get some game action um, through there. Uh, just to give a, you know, a shout out to Marcus Epps, who, who scored the goal for Tulsa, uh, former San Antonio FC player, uh, found the back of the net, uh, uh, in a preseason match. So, you know, you know, with uh, Epps in Tulsa out East, hopefully he has a, you know, a good season. Only other player news that we have. Um. Mr. Carlos Mercado's is back. Um, kind of feel bad for him personally because he was here 2021, wasn't here last year during the championship, and back for 2023. Uh, so your thoughts on bringing Mercado back and uh, how important it is really?
1: Well, it's important to have a backup because last year, <laughs> you know, we had three number ones and then we had one – one retire, then one, well, one leave
0: Two retire,
1: to retire, you know, to, uh, to retire. Um, and then we were left with just a backup. That was uh, an Academy player who who's still a good player, you know, but he just didn't have, like I said, they have the experience, you know, playing in the USL level. Um, but until we signed Grant and, but it's a good familiar face to bring back, you know, it's more like a homegrown product. He knows the system. He knows what, you know, what, uh, Coach La Madrid demands as far as, far as goalkeeping, and uh, shame that he missed out being being part of the championship. Hopefully, maybe they'll hook him up <laughs> with a medal because he does deserve one. Just kind of be starting the whole process, you know, from the year before. But I'm glad he's back, and like I said, hopefully he get some opportunities, and I think he'll learn a lot also from Jordan. And um, you know, when the time comes and he needs to take care of business, you know, he'll he'll do it. He, he, I think he's got that. I think he's got that maturity. He's got, he's very vocal as a goalkeeper, you know, and, and we've seen him play the, when he did play with in 2021, you know, he does a great job, you know, organizing in the back and so forth. So I'm glad we got him back. And, and like I said, we, we're in good hands, you know, just in case something happens to Jordan, I think Carlos will do a great job, you know, filling in his shoes when he has to.
0: Yeah. Um, So you know, I was gonna wait. NASA's with, with with the with the game. Um, Jordan Farr's back. Um, obviously, multi-year deal. Um, do you think there's any chance that they would move him? You know, during the July window, or if, if there's an opportunity where MLS needs needs a, a backup keeper or a keeper along those lines due to injuries. Do you think would you be comfortable with Carlos stepping in if, if, if that if that took place?
1: I think he still needs some some games under his belt. Uh, maybe maybe that is the plan of why they signed to Jordan, you know, for that multi-year year. I, I honestly think he'll finish the year with us. And then after that, if there are is interest from MLS or from Europe, you know, at least we have a Carlos under the system under a year. That if he has to end up taking over for twenty twenty four, he he's ready to go. But also, I think all, what they may need also do to send up maybe a third keeper. Ask, you know, you you never you never is never enough to have keepers to develop and so forth because you never know. Everyone has a different style or system, but I, I think eventually, you know, Carlos could be the future. S A F C kind of like. Um, Matt, yeah, with Cardoni, and I, I, I think he's every every possibility of being, you know, being the next pat you know, taking over that leadership. If it just so happens Jordan ends up getting picked up by, you know, like I could say by MLS or somewhere in Europe.
0: It's just it's it's something that you know I I think we learned from Pirano, mm-hmm. uh, the situation with Pirano, to where if they have the ability to sign him long term, um, to. to ha- to take that, you know, take that opportunity, especially if Jordan has another great year, Uh, you know, you have to wonder if if he's going to be, you know, be looked at. The other kind of player news that we have uh, tweeted out by San Antonio FC. Uh, There is a picture here of somebody that, um, that, that, uh, that, uh, you know, is not familiar uh, with it. It has not been announced, uh, but uh, uh, Sam Junica from uh, Houston Dynamo. uh, I I got tipped uh, from some sources over in Houston that he had turned down an offer from the Dynamo and he was uh, in San Antonio. Uh, He has not signed, uh, so of course, uh, through there, but... Uh, he is in a picture uh, or a photo on social media from San Antonio FC, which typically is a big indicator that a signing is near. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll just say uh, your thoughts on um, on Sam. Uh, I know he plays mainly the left side. Both he can play attacking up, and he can also play as as a right back. Center uh, or pardon me, left back, center back, along those lines, uh, kind of you know would would be Tanner's role in a three back or you know further outside. So to me, he's like the manly uh, for last year, filling that role where where he can where he can play multiple positions.
1: Yeah, I think that's what Marcina's looking for, especially there. He's back three or or his his wingers is they can play. They're kind of like switch blades. They can play any any position back there. You know, and he's—I you know, think he's going to be a great asset. Just in case, you know, you know, we had instances where, you know, when Maloney was out, so we had to plug someone else back in, and you know, that's when we had like Jordy Delam or Salam. So this is a great pickup. Like I said, he's got MLS, and like I mentioned, like, I think we mentioned this in the past, some of the past episodes. You know, well Marcina's picking up players with MLS experience, and, and that's what—and this was what this team is—is is, is they have MLS or international experience uh you know from you know playing with other leagues from abroad so it, it fits the system that he's he probably more like it fits the system that we, we have and you know he's he's got a good size got good speed um I'm surprised he he, he denied a contract with the Dynamo. uh maybe he felt that maybe that wasn't the I guess best situation for him he's probably thought hey yeah, you know what maybe I could reinvent myself here in San Antonio you know, and end up going somewhere else afterwards, which, you know, we have, we have that track record, you know, we've sent some good players playing at, at other great leagues. So uh, I think that's something, maybe also the attraction to play with Marcina, you know, that, that's a probably another reason why he came down here. So, you know, great win for us, you know, to get him signed. Sorry, Dynamo. <laughs> maybe if we play you in the open cup, maybe he gets the goal, he gets the score on you. So, um, but just great to have him, and it's just adding more depth to that defense, and that's what we need. I know last year we kind of we we're in all eggshells because we we're kind of losing some players here and there because of injuries. But I think he's so we're, he's not going to be the last signing as far as playing in the back.
0: Yeah, um, we're three. And this is kind of sneaking up on us, but we're three weeks away from from uh, from uh, play, oh, playing playing. Geek- Go, playing games for real. So really there's only really two more weeks of, of camp. Um, Cause you know, the, the first match is on March 11th and you got to figure the, I think we discussed, they got five or six players that they still need to sign uh, m- most likely to be able to, you know, fill, you know, fill out a roster unless they're going to go into that first game, you know, you know, without a full roster, but um because they got fifteen right now, uh, so it, it'll be interesting uh, to, to see how they go. And, and we've seen uh, mysterious uh, lower leg injuries that pop up uh, during camp, so uh, yeah, that's why I think they got to bring in a little bit more depth.
1: Uh, I think they're waiting years. for that. When does the MLS start? With don't they start next week? No, this week. This week, I, I think uh, that's what they're waiting for to see who what final rosters each each team has and who's who's probably available for for a loan and i think that's what that's, i think that's what they're waiting for that way they can key on i'm sure they'll probably get maybe three or four loan players um yeah they, that they, probably they have probably well
0: outside of one they don't really have any loan players at this point correct
1: yeah so i have i have a feeling they have probably probably three or four that they have their eye on they're just waiting to see if turns out as far as final rosters and then they probably have other couple players maybe who are not on MLS or under the radar or still haven't been signed They're they're probably it's kind of like with a uh, with Abu a few years ago he was more he was kind of like a trialist you know testing them out and there might be some players there you know there are trialists maybe they, I don't think they put them on the rosters there on the gate in the scrimmage but they're probably testing them out and then maybe Hopefully before the start of the season, uh, there's a final announcement of who's actually, you know, what the final roster we have going into this first game. So the only other thing,
0: and uh, Royce didn't have this on the rundown uh, for this here, Uh, San Antonio FC's Open Cup match uh, was announced, uh, the 2023 uh, Lamar uh, Hunt Open Cup here, second-round pairings. Uh, San Antonio Drew, NISA expansion team, Club de Lone. Uh They're out of the uh, Orlando Kissimmee area. Uh, not a lot on them. Um, they posted some pictures. NISA doesn't kick off till towards the end of March. Uh, I do think that they'll probably play a week, um, a game or two by that point. Uh, I believe I've seen some reportings that uh, this this week this uh, game will be probably scheduled the first week in April um, at some point, which you're probably looking at... so April fifth or sixth. Or... So either yeah, so probably seventh or
1: yeah, that's seventh eighth.
0: Uh, yeah, the fourth, fifth, or sixth probably sticks, yeah. in that time frame is probably historically when you'll see that. Uh, for that here, but, uh, so we play them, uh, other tasty ones, uh, that I like here, uh, central Valley hosts, uh, Monterey Bay, AKA Fresno. Uh, so that should be an interesting one. Gold star Detroit is playing Detroit city gold star De- Detroit is the NISA team that's offering $10,000. If you'll play them. And if you win, they'll pay you $10,000. um, <laughs> It's Nisa. Uh, Riverhounds and Rochester, New York uh, out of MLS Next Pro. Um, uh, Rochester is the only only, um, only MLS Next Pro independent team. However, there are some rumors that it may not be looking so good for them here. So that one's kind of stay tuned. Um, Ralph, I was going to get to this here. Uh, The SAFC Championship bracelets are back in stock. Um, I did order 10 of them. Um, If you do watch the show upcoming up, depending on uh, Royce's uh, uh, giveaway uh, for that here, uh, you know, you know what he decides to give away, we'll have some of those in stock to do that. Um, But to me, uh, Chattanooga Red Wolves uh, hosting Legion Uh, one Knoxville, a new team out of USL league one uh, hosting Memphis. And then uh, I, I thought, for me personally, I thought Lights and, and LA Force both kind of uh, oddballs for their team or for their leagues uh, facing off each other. And to me, the match, uh, Phoenix Rising, Greenville Tramped, both uh, perennial powers, League One and US uh, USL Championship. So uh, keep on the lookout for that. Uh, it'll be interesting because uh, normally this match is one of those free um, – the free or those extra, extra games, uh, that SAFC has. So it would be interesting if uh, SAFC wins this one and then plays the next one on the road again, um, to be able to, to be able to make up that extra game that, that they, they historically uh, have, have us here. So your thoughts on open cup, uh, there's really not information on club, uh, DeLon, uh, you know, at this time from Nisa, um, To me, I know they have an academy structure in place because they're um, USL or amateur team qualified as well. Uh, So, you know, they've actually got two teams uh, playing uh, for that here. We're trying to see who else, who's their their other side. But but they they have two teams that are playing, you know, one for the amateurs and then one for uh, the new NISA team. But your thoughts about traveling to Orlando area, Kissimmee, uh, to play an expansion team from Nisa.
1: I'm sure it's gonna be a vacation for for SFC. <laughs> get to go to Disney, Disney, Disney World. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure they are Academy players. They'll probably get a couple. You know, they'll probably be in like last year when we played defeat. We played Defeaters here. Um, interesting to see who we play afterwards. Um, does that mean a rematch with? With a with a broccoli team up thirty five, or do we get Houston, or we get Dallas, uh, to come down here? We'll see, and also we'll see if or do we know, travel over there? Yeah, that too. Uh, you know, we'll see how how we take. You know, if we kind of do the route what Sacramento did is trying to trying to win it. You know, do we put some effort into it and you see we can how far we can go, take this? Take this because, like I say, we have a good team. <laughs> We're the defending champs, and I think we can compete with any MLS team at any time. You know, I think we have the players, especially some of the players that have played there. They know what 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 the speed of the game is. So, um, you know, last year we just kind of kind of got screwed out of, of a call that should have been a PK that could have tied things up, and who knows what would happened there. But um you know we'll we'll see how this one goes and um i let say Club Leon, I'm sure they'll probably be happy playing us, you know, <laughs> get to play the USL champs and get bounced in the first round.
0: So how it works after this is the 18 lower seeded MLS teams will join the 30 winners of the of the second round in in the third round here. So um we you know we will uh, we 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 will see
1: how that goes. Um, so you think is the bottom eight of the MLS teams then? Uh, t- 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 lower eighteen. Lower eighteen. So the bottom eighteen teams. So that means we don't play. We probably won't see Austin FC maybe to round three or. or so we could end up. Yeah,
0: that's a good question on how they are ranked, but yeah, because uh, Austin made the Western Conference Final, so you'd mm-hmm. probably, depending on who wins, uh, you you know, let's say RGV uh, you know wins, although they got to go to Tormentos, which is not an easy place to yeah. play. So they do typically will probably be Houston. Well, Dallas made the playoffs as well, um, but not the. Uh, yeah, so it could be – we'd be in with Houston, um, San Antonio, RGV, and then – You, you know, think Sporting Kansas
1: City, did they make the playoffs? No, they didn't, but they so would they, probably be
0: – they would probably be up, but you're probably going to put one – I think one in, in one mm-hmm. – uh, one, one lots. but that'll be something that we'll be able to see. But I don't know if we would play Austin in that third round, though. I don't know if – that's, that's a great question. I might have to dig in on that to see – if uh
1: uh to see how Austin it's, ranked. Because if they made it to that Western Conference final, I have a feeling that uh um, they'd get
0: the bye to the fourth round.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: because because they finished uh, second in the west too. So it's not mm-hmm. like uh you know, so yeah, most likely you would assume that they're you know, four from the east, four from the west you would assume that they're probably going to be in the in the We won't, we won't face them until the, you know, the fourth round when they come into play. So yeah, you're probably looking at Houston or Dallas um, or Dallas. Oh, what, what record did Dallas
1: or Dallas could be also one with, with Austin also winning on the wings. So I have a feeling we're pro, it's, it'll be a, one of the Houston teams or, be dynamo. I I still don't think possibly even supporting Kansas City or um I don't think the Rapids, right?
0: No, Rapids, I don't think no, we 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 would be Houston, can't can't well Houston, Kansas City, Rapids. Could see them,
1: but I don't see see them. Maybe Nashville, that's probably the furthest east. They'll probably get to play us in those Johnny Cash uniforms the ones Matt has been raving about.
0: <laughs> those did look nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's see if I can see. So the top four Dallas finished third.
1: Yeah, so they'll so probably get the Western that by the conference.
0: Too. So well St. Louis is in the in in the oh yeah, we forgot name, about them. So. So we know teams that, that would be would be Houston, Kansas City, uh, St. Louis, St. Louis. Uh, Nashville. If we're, if they're going by stand, you know, up of standings, uh, through there, Chicago. Rapids. I doubt. Rapids, Seattle, San Jose. But yeah, so to me, I, I think the MLS quadrant that we could be in, if they're going by the top four that finished in the league last year. Uh, for that here in the East, you would have Philadelphia, Montreal Montreal doesn't qualify. New York, uh, New York City, uh, New Jersey, uh, Red Bulls, and Cincinnati. So it, it'll be be interesting because in the West, you got LAFC, Austin, Dallas, and then the Galaxy finished top four. But that might be a question that I put out to the open Cup to see who the, who the eight seeded teams are through there. But yeah, I don't think we play, I don't think we would play Austin in that in that third round. Uh, if we get past uh, the team from, uh, the, you know, the team out of uh, uh, out of uh, Kissimmee, there, Club de for
1: would be interesting. Would be play St. Louis and get to see Sam Edred back, or
0: vice uh. versa.
1: That'll be a fun one to hit to see him versus Tanner <laughs> going one on go one. <laughs>
0: So the only other topic that we had uh, on the rundown was the promo schedule from San Antonio FC. Uh, home opener, uh, fireworks, uh, sponsored by Texas A&M University. Uh, switchbacks, uh, Dollar Beer Night by Michelob Ultra. Uh, April 8th, a red out. Um, a lot of people were thinking that might be a third kit, red. Or, you know, is our, you know, through there. Uh, I love this one here just for the cheekiness. Uh, Champions night against uh, Phoenix Rising. But <laughs> I also thought about that on April April 22nd. UIL should be completed by then as well, right? I think the week before. So yeah, you could week. have the taps completed. And if there is any UIL championships like Bernie was uh, last year, they could be recognized on that night. So I kind of like how they didn't have that, you know, in the, you know, uh, you know, earlier to where they could celebrate all champions, you know, for, you know, the locals, if there is any local San Antonio uh, teams that, that, that do win it or taps teams uh, for that here. And uh, if you haven't watched uh, the uh, uh, SA Soccer Roundtable Taps uh, Bracketology, uh, you know, you can go back and watch it on YouTube or on the podcast feed. That was, that was interesting uh vegas uh april 29th uh, dollar beer night by, sponsored by michael ultra again uh new mexico united it always seems like we have military appreciation night with them and there's going to be an auction of kits on that one there that's sponsored by toyota uh june 30th san diego loyal health and wellness uh night uh june 10th uh the pride night uh, ticket t-shirt will be offered and there is going to be an auction uh, against birmingham Legion on july 1st Independence day celebration um then there's a break till july 22nd summer staycation uh ticket package also bear night uh for right here any idea what you think that is
1: maybe they give us uh hats with umbrellas because of the heater or <laughs> the air fans because of the heaters or little of those those towels that get cold I don't know who knows her sunglasses a little bit that's the one i'm like i said interesting is the um that was uh, that that red on night i'm still thinking i oh, might be that third kit. and uh, it's weird
0: against sacramento although sacramento their away kit is typically white white yeah uh, um with with the with the you know was a burgundy strap or you know whatever color of red that they call it uh for that here uh Wednesday, August 16th, $2 bear night, uh, or hot dog night, pardon me. Uh, following up with uh, Spurs night uh, on the uh, on, on August 19th against uh, Monterey Bay Union. Ticket and a bobbleheads, which I have my own personal comments. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I just don't if – it, if it's SAFC bobbleheads – I'm for it. But if it's a Spurs player bobblehead that, hey, it's left over, we get extra.
1: Yeah, hey, I, I don't mind the Tim Duncan ones uh, or the Parker or Ginobili. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but, yeah, I'd rather, rather have – why not have a, the, the Jordan Farr bobblehead or Tainer bobblehead? Um, August 26th, our city, our club, a
0: celebration of soccer in San Antonio. So, you figure that's going to be a, probably a club academy night uh, going against Pittsburgh. Uh, September 16th, Hispanic Heritage Night against the Rowdies. Uh, September or, uh, September 23rd, Childhood Cancer, sponsored by Methodist Child Care. There's going to be an auction. And the last match, obviously, uh, Fan Appreciation Night, sponsored by Lucky Eagle. Uh, there will be fireworks as well on there here. So I think one of the big complaints that I heard and one of its, ch- well, championship night, and then I think Fiesta is the other one, right? The April yeah. 29th dollar beer night? Is there is no Fiesta themed or you know, uh, you know, themed uh, promos. Uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, where, where, you know?
1: Uh, I mean, they could have just, you know, you know, those dollar beer nights or, do- or hot dog nights, they could have they could have, they could do those in any, every other game or something like that. You don't have to make that as a promo. Uh, they could have, you know, to me, that one with the, our city, our club, I think that one should have been more in the springtime in April to invite not only all the, you know, your club teams, but also even your, I mean, your high school teams too, because they're kind of technically a, a club team within their schools, you know, kind of celebrate our soccer there. I think that would have been a lot better for that like right there in april but yeah not you having switch the uh,
0: switch to vegas because yeah me, the vegas match if you switch those out um along the along those lines here you still get the you still get the you know dollar Bear club or uh-huh. dollar Bear night so you can still move that over in august uh you know along those lines but
1: yeah, like even like yeah. military military appreciation, maybe you can do that. You know, in September or October, or so September, August, September. I think that'll be good because that way you can it put always, Viva Fiesta, you know, Viva Fiesta night.
0: It always seems like we do military Asian appreciation night against New Mexico. We did that last year. No, um, and, and it's not. It's not a disrespect to New Mexico or anything along those lines. Just. That was one thing that I noticed is like oh New Mexico's coming to town, you know, uh, you know that it's typically through there. Uh the other thing that kind of caught me um no uh, uh uh breast awareness uh you know breast cancer awareness for I think for the first time um mm-hmm. uh, in a long time. Now they got childhood cancer um you know for right here which I'm kind of excited to see what that means. Uh, for that here, uh, you know, but, uh, to me, like, so this is the first time that there really isn't a focus, uh, on, on breast cancer, which what the four or five years that they've had, that's been a pretty consistent theme, uh, that, that they've had. Uh, I'm very happy that they have embraced the pride night. Um, uh, from my understanding, it's one of the most popular nights as well, uh, along those lines here. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, independence day on the first, uh, you know, it's you know with the fireworks. You know, I mean, could you put military
1: appreciation appreciation night that same night? Yeah, I think that would have been that'd be cool. I think that goes kind of hand in hand. I think you can do that with the fireworks, or maybe even have the have the Air Force there, the bases do a flyover or something. You know.
0: Oh, and then oh, I forgot the pearl San Antonio uh, celebrating our community on July 29th. I didn't mention that against Hartford, sponsored by iHeart Radio. Um uh you know when when Pearl San Antonio uh when they announced that I, I thought it was the Pearl SAFC uh podcast had their own <laughs> their own promotion, I so, won't so. Hey we need a fan, SAFC Fancast <laughs> night or something.
1: Exactly. I saw Pro, 50 Cent beer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, sure, I'm no. sure Robert and Matt will be happy with that. It was 50 Cent beer tonight. <laughs>
0: So, but we're, we're three weeks away.
1: What do you think about, uh, you know, some of the – like us, I said, look at some of the other promos from other teams. Do you think maybe there should be, you know, kind of more more giveaways, especially like with the STN, like this, in you know, the season ticket holders, uh, you know, not able to get some of this? Because I saw like El Paso, they're having like a flag night. They're giving everybody a flag, you know, with all those business, You know, and I would do. think, you know, even some of the games here, like uh, commemorative scars for – you know, if you're an STM member, they should already give it to you. Um, I'm wondering, if even for the friendlies, whoever we play, which is, uh, I guess, rumored somewhere, maybe a team from Europe, who knows, or South America or Mexico, you know, making a commemorative scarf that has a half and half. Yeah, that's a that's a flag that we got when we went to El Paso a couple years ago. You know, yes. that'd be fun. You know, that'd be great to get on an opening night. Have a bunch of New flags Mexico. there, everybody waving that. Yep, yeah. waving that in the game for every fan. Mexico so again, with a with a with a championship logo.
0: So Mexico again. So yeah, it's it's something that New Mexico and El Paso do quite a bit every year. Um. It's one of those things to where I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm greedy because um, I do love my club, and and um, I know Kevin, and I know you know the people at the Spurs, and um, you know Mr. Holt, and you know everybody do their best. But when it comes to merch, when it comes to uh, promo items that they're giving away. It's not it's not at the same level as other other teams are it's better than some but it's not you know it, it's not championship quality like, like the rest of the organization has um, just uh, you know
1: and that's where we need to it, be at
0: and it's one of those things I don't want to seem like I'm complaining or bitching about yeah. it because you know it, I love the value that I get. You know, going to the games where I, where we sit, you know, because yeah. we sit in the same section. To me, it's 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 great value, and and, and you can't beat it. Robert may disagree with with the, with the with the Brahmas stuff here. <laughs> I guess Matt too. Uh, I think Matt said he was at the game, but to me, it, it's <sighs> could they do better? Yes. Could they be worse? Yes. Um, have I kind of accepted? how they are, probably, which is bad on me. I think it's bad on all of us, right? Yeah. But to me, if they're and and where this would catch more grief, I think, is if they weren't having success on the field. Mm -hmm. If they weren't having such success on the field, I think it would be a bigger story. But where they're winning, they're, they're they have a competitive product on the pitch. If it's hey we you know do we want to you know get flags and hand out to the you know first you know 4, three thousand people that walk in through the stadium, or do we want to bring in a higher level center back? Um, I'll go for the center back. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey,
1: but that's why you have sponsors. You know, you know, Bud Light like can sponsor it or Taco Cabana, whoever they have on their on their on their boards. You know, they can do kind of like some of the Spurs have the, their promo nights. You know, sponsored by human credit resource or whatever. And, you know, stuff like that, you know, there's a reason why you have sponsorships and, you know, you can put their little logo- their logos on there and still, I mean, it would be cool mm-hmm. to have like, like those flags and especially that first game, just to kind of intimidate the you know, the game, just to kind of get that, you know, bring a crowd to, because, you know, you don't want to build off the championship and bring to in me, more champion, people
0: in. To me, not so much the home opener, to me, Champions Night, where you're going against mm-hmm. Phoenix, that would be the match to the match to give it away. There is one other thing that just popped into my mind here, um, and it's the it's this match here, the Pro San Antonio FC celebrating our, our community, sponsored by iHeart Media. iHeart does a lot of concerts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, for that here. I wonder if that's going to be one of the first times that we have maybe a post-match concert by, you know, C-level, C-level group, uh, you know, maybe, you know, somebody locally from San Antonio uh, along those lines, because to my knowledge, this is the first time I've seen iHeart Media mm-hmm. sponsor, you know, be, be a sponsor. Uh, we've seen Texas a San Antonio. We've seen Michelob Ultra, HEB, Toyota. SWBC Methodist, Lucky Eagle Um Bet 365 on the Spurs night. Um that one could be interesting with the uh rumored legislation of legalizing sports gambling in Texas. <laughs> uh for that here. So
1: or casinos. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's and, and one's rumored to be uh, you know, because how they did it, you know, would be one in, in San Antonio. Uh so but uh to me, because when when I don't know how many people know this, when Gordon Hartman built uh, uh Toyota Field, he mentioned that it would be a place for concerts. Mm-hmm. As of yet, they have not had any concerts out there. So uh you know
1: I have an idea who they can bring. If they want to go big, they can go bring Los Tedas and Norte play there, you know, for that night, you know, or or one of the Tejano artists, maybe the one of the local Tejano artists that we've had. I don't know, like I know people like Ram lives here in San Antonio. A couple other groups. I think that's probably the way to go. Or unless they want to go go all out, bring George Strait and he plays there. <laughs> There's a little mini concert there after the game. So, but well, he's that, local, right? It. Yeah, he's I, local I, too. So, I, I mean, he it right, well. makes sense. And I think I think another thing also for those promo nights. I think it was brought something I brought up talked to Matt about. You know, having, you know, kind of bringing in younger, younger fans in, especially at the college age is having like college nights like something with the Texas Rangers does like every night, like they have like a specific college nights and they have a commemorative uh, Texas Ranger hat with the school colors. I don't know for here, it'd be maybe they have like a UTSA night, a Temusa night, Incarnate Word, but they give a, like a SSA t-shirt and the colors of their schools or something like that or a, or a hat. You know, I think maybe that's something that maybe maybe you should look into for in the near future as well.
0: Yeah, I'm just checking to see who uh, who has San Antonio connections. Pat Green, you you hear about him all all the tour.
1: Uh, well, Willie Nelson which, comes a lot here.
0: <laughs> Willie Nelson, uh, he's playing he's playing you know,
1: in the brothels. And Zz top, I think, it's pretty soon.
0: You might know this, uh, Shelly Larreras, I guess. Yeah, is it's a Lattis, music. yeah. Uh, for that here,
1: uh,
0: Chris uh, Perez, I guess uh, yeah, Selena's ex-husband. Selena's husband, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just trying to go through. And then uh, I get, I didn't know this until just looking this up here, but, um, and, and I don't listen to her music much, but, uh, Megan Three Stallion, uh, no, that's home base big, of Houston, really but, but yeah, she was born in San Antonio yeah. and you know, through here. So, and then of course, George Strait, as you mentioned here, but, um, uh, I'm not sure. Megan three stallion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was there, I was attracting a lot of the younger, <laughs> younger fans that would, oh, it, right? <laughs> that would do it. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and I guess Allie Brooke, uh, star, you know, with the, she was with fifth harmony mm-hmm. uh, for that here. And, and she finished what uh third place on dancing with the stars. So there, there are, there are local artists if they wanted to go uh, come through and and have that to where um, it it would, to me, it'd be interesting, especially where it's sponsored by uh, iHeartMedia because they do have the pull to to do that. And especially if you wanted to, you know, if you could, if you could get a B-level group, there's people that would come to the games just for, just, you know, just, just for, you know, for the music, I hate to say that, but it would. Any other things, San Antonio-wise?
1: They mentioned to see Coach Cano says a reminder tonight, Alan Marcina on KSET Sports on Eastern Replay. Yes, at
0: 11 o'clock. I was going to record that here. uh for that here, and I'm wondering, I'd, I had to send a message to uh, Rudy, oh, there's Royce. <laughs> <laughs> Megan the signs just two Uh so but uh, to me, like I said here, uh, I lost my train of thought uh see here. Yeah, I agree with you, Royce, so mm-hmm. uh, that that most likely Pat Green or a country artist uh, or even a Tejano
1: artist too,
0: yeah. But i think the the lady that i mentioned i, I know because she's she's more more uh more older because it said she has three generation three decades uh of that here so i'm not sure if she's still active or not but yeah, no. it, it, w- it would be it would be entertaining uh for that here but uh but yeah i do think it would be pat green or something yeah, you know, someone goes along those lines but hey Willie Nelson come down here, still in some of the uh, Broccoli FC Thunder. I uh, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't mind that here. Anything uh, worldwide, soccer-wise? Um, I know the CONCACAF U-17s is going on, and I think last I saw, U- United States and Mexico were through. Turned it
1: up. Yep. Uh, Mexico beat Nicaragua, I think, 6-0, 7-0. Zero, Uh, let's
0: see here it's still determined so united states beat in the round of 16 uh beat um dominican republic uh 7-0 mexico beat nicaragua as you mentioned 6-0 so uh, guatemala versus united states on the 21st So you'd get, well, there's two matches that are going on. I don't know if you get uh, El Salvador Trinidad winner or Panama Cuba winner, uh, which El Salvador and Panama are both winning. So um, on the 21st, both the United States and uh, uh, Mexico both play at the U-17. I have heard rumors that there is also a U.S.-Mexico international friendly during a non-break, international break window. Possibly going to be rumored somewhere here in the States here, but it would be what, BC guys? Yeah. Um, you know, since, you know, since it's not an international break where clubs have to release players. Um, So, you know, to me, that tells me it's a money grab for Mexico or the United States. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <it's both>. <laughs>
0: We haven't talked yeah. to you since Mexico got their coach. Uh, your thought, I forget who the guy's name, but uh, he's one he was a, a manager in, in Liga MX previously, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, on... I don't know. It's I don't. I think it was maybe a move just to get somebody. Now, I don't. I just don't see him in twenty twenty six. I think he's just more of a holdover for now. To the, to they, who they, to get the person who they really want. Now, who is that? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, he is a good coach. He's like I say, he's with Tigres. He's had success with Tigres, and um, but we'll, we'll see, we'll see what he does. I know he had, there's two friendlies coming up for Mexico, uh, for preparation. So we'll see what he does, and who, and what, and the big thing is what, what players is he gonna call up because he, they really do need to hit the reset button, bring in pl- players who are hungry, working, willing to work hard, and and then take it from there. If they kind of bring back some of the ones that just, you know, it's very kind of past their time, then really nothing's changed. So it's just all too much any issues with the both, of the, you know, from the Soccer Federation and the owners of the League of Max. But we'll see what he does, and, you know, good luck to him. But I, I just don't see him envision him being the coach there at 2026. Now that, especially now that they don't have to do uh, both the U S and Met- U S Mexico and Canada don't have to do the qualifications.
0: So final thoughts that you have.
1: It's uh, final thoughts. Um, Champions league coming up again. <laughs> Hello Madrid. Hopefully they take care of business with uh, Liverpool. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and like I said, the what, start of a MLS coming up too as well. So you,
0: this time, this see, Saturday. Yeah.
1: This, this Saturday, see what, what's up. And then um, some, whack, some great games this past week in the high school. So I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about that on, on Thursday. Went to one yesterday that I did um live stream there at Gus. So if you, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on, the Facebook, on our Facebook page. It was a great game. A little controversial, which we'll talk about. I'll save that about but the goal there's some controversy on that but uh, overall you know it's it was a great game and there's a couple great games I think this Tuesday which will uh, which I'll be I'll be in Waco this week so I'll be filming uh, coming in live from Waco on Thursday. But I think Tuesday there's a big game I think I believe at Ferris between you know, O'Connor and Tav the the lady the lady soccer so that's gonna be a like part yeah. of a game.
0: So for me um I didn't see it. Um but I heard about it from players, from play, players' parents that were on the the, the sidelines here. Um, there was a club tournament uh, mm-hmm. here in town. Um, game went to PKs, um, and then um, unfortunately a fight broke out, um, and unfortunately parents uh, were on the pitch uh, for that here. So if you go to a club game, um, or high school or rec league, whatever, as parents, you know, we don't want the kids to fight, but sometimes on the pitch, the emotions get high. Um, you know, in, in, listening to the parents, uh, you know, from a couple of parents, the referees didn't give any cards. It got physical, um, and he told the team he wasn't going to card anybody. So pretty much everybody took that as, hey, it, it's it's a fair you know fair game. Uh, probably didn't control the game in in the proper manner. Uh, it, it sounds like here, but uh, I guess there is one parent that threw a kid down, um, probably trying to get him away, out of the out, out of the way. But just be careful because uh, from my understanding, that parent got arrested just, it has no place in the game. It's a black eye for, for everybody, for the club teams, for the parents, for the referees, uh, along those lines. So if you do go to a sporting event, SAFC, MLS, you know, NFL, the Brahmas um, club, you know, just local game at the park, uh, Sunday league, you know, it's a game. Don't, you know, don't get yourself in trouble over something stupid uh, along those lines here, but, just stupidity, but it happens. And it, it's not just a San Antonio thing. Uh, you know, we, we've, seen it in other sports as well, but it's just a friendly reminder. Cause like I said, it, it impacted, uh, a team that AJ knows most of the players on. And I know a lot of the parents and, um, this is a, you know, this is a Ian regional league, you know, <clears throat> ENCL, that, that type of level. Uh, so, you know, just, just, uh, just, just be careful uh, on that here. So, uh, I think you're being made fun of. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's the Vince Neal haircut, not the Lord <laughs> uh
0: Our moderator what? Matt uh, just shows up when the show's over. So, thank you for showing up, Matt. Yeah, you did a great job moderating. Uh, you had too much fun at
1: the at the brainless game, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, with, yeah, speaking about the you know the parents going to kind of a little buck wild on those. Uh, you know, I think you know U.S. Soccer Federation and like even U.I.O. And, and and you know they they do need to have some type of you know parent education. I know I know one one of the clubs I used to coach to we, we made the parents sign you know kind of the him held them liable for their actions and stuff you know and just to avoid incidents like that. And we made it perfectly clear. Hey, any, any issues with the refs? You know, us managers are gonna take care of that. That's none of your business and stuff. I know emotions get high, but you know, we're here for the kids, we're here for them to play, develop, get better. I May mean, not like the results at times, but you know, that's what we're that's what they're there for. And like I said, and that's why issue why we have that referee shortage because of those situations. So and I don't know that's that. yeah, and that's why like especially like Saturday's game that I went to. Yeah, there were some bad calls and stuff and some of the parents were, you know, kind of saying some stuff and, you know, but, you know, it, it happens. No one's, no one's perfect. And, you know, I've seen tweets about complaints about the refs, the lack of shortage. You know, if you, you know, put your your money out this and go out and ref, you know, you know, if you don't be part of the problem, be part of the solution and help out. You know, that's and just to help build. You know, the only way we can build this game here is, is, is that we all get along with it, we get along and just respect you know, each other's boundaries and so forth, you know, and now, like I said, not everything's going to get called right. We're only human. So it's, 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 you know, it is what it is right now. And hopefully we can get, we can get through this and hopefully we can get, get some referees back into, you know, into um, officiating more games.
0: There is two things that I wanted to bring up here uh, and we got to do it quick because uh, we got to keep with Royce's uh you know, hour-ish <laughs> window, not not Harry's ninety minuteish. Uh, USL announced or it was announced that USL is going to be on ESPN Plus. So same thing as normal. USL Championship also highlighted as hi- highlighted highlighted a senior uh, pro referee, uh, and it was a great story. Uh, Nicholas Murray. You know, if you go to the USL Championship website. So to me, uh, knowing USL. Most likely referees are still going to be uh, through uh, pro referees, which is a positive. Um, I know there were rumors that they were going to be going non-pro non, uh, non uh, pro referees. Uh, so it sounds like that that may not no, – nothing was official saying that they weren't, and then I doubt we hear nothing official saying that they are. But, uh, you know, to me, just if, if you've followed USL for any amount of time, if they're not going with something, they're not highlighting it on their
1: website. It's just, yeah. it's, <laughs> oh, that's it's, a good thing to have. They're going to have those referees. As long as they don't pay them off like Barcelona, then they, we're fine. You know. So. Oh, come on.
0: <laughs> so s- since you did bring that up here, uh, Chelsea, Man City, Man United, Barcelona, Juventus, uh, Juventus uh, i'm still not sure real madrid super clean as well um the super league uh is uh, also been back in the news any comments uh you know the you know of how money money is ruining sports or you know that <laughs> hey we're gonna, we're gonna create these roles but you know, Man City can allegedly and make sure I say allegedly so that way I don't get sued
1: like uh, um, uh, what's uh, what's uh, what's the guy from uh, that's or, the or Mike or Mike check get mad because he's a big Man City
0: fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike check would probably agree that, hey, they've bent the rules, uh, but, you know, they're getting away with it. You know, I've talked to Mike and he, like everybody else, is not super happy with who owns them. And it'll be very interesting because uh, the one of the Qatari people, way 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 up in the in the government, uh, put I guess a hell of a bid to purchase Man U. Uh, so if that does go through, um, you know, th- there's another Barcelona. You know, and the EPL is already what they spent more money than the other four big leagues did combined. I <laughs> think I read this last window thanks to Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea since so, the last year has so spent like six hundred million, million dollars
1: and went down the. And they have still can't get out of the. And top. they lost
0: to Southampton this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but any any thoughts on, on the craziness of Europe?
1: Yeah. Imagine that happened here in MLS. <laughs>
0: well, you MLS know won't that, take the training wheels off.
1: That's and that's a th- well. Here is the thing, you know. Maybe some of those, uh, you know those Middle Eastern uh, investors, sooner or later, they're going to start looking towards the U S and start buying some of the teams and try to, because there is a big, like I said, with the television uh, contracts with the big networks, like ESPN, you know, you see now with the Apple TV contract too. It, and now it makes sense for them to say, Hey, you know what, maybe you do need to invest in, in the MLS team and put in money. And now they start attracting some of the big time players, you know, even before the retirement, you know, uh, that's just like I said. The money talks and stuff. And now that Super League is kind of creeping, kind of creeping back it's up. It's coming again. back. It's yeah. It's, it's
0: I think it's gonna happen. I really mm-hmm. do think it's gonna happen. Where you're gonna because we saw this, and you might know this a little bit better than I do. The EPL teams was a breakaway from the English Football League, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Premier League. Yeah. Because they wanted more money, this is just the next evolution in in that. Here, where instead of just talking about England, you're talking about the top clubs over in Europe, um, and instead of just doing, what I think it was 18 or something like that, or through there, they've expanded to where it's going to be 80ish, with limited movement going up and down, uh, up and down the pyramid uh, for that here. So,
1: because you can imagine the the TV contract for that Super League, the bidding. There's gonna be a beating word for that whether through ESPN, um, like CBS, uh Peacock. But they don't
0: they don't even have know. to do that. Look at look at live golf. The first year they were on YouTube. You, you know, so you could you could you can't tell me that you know you know the, the money that's in the Middle East or the money that's in these ownership groups for a year or two can't front, you know, front load it here saying, Hey, we're going to have it here. You might have one year where you have to go to alternative source B mm-hmm. and then they're going to find out, Hey, this is good. And then you're going to have the NBCs, the ESPNs, you know, okay, Hey, I'll pay you now. And we're starting to see that with live golf as well. You know, I think they're on CW now and okay. it's only going to creep up to where they're going to, you know, it's going to be accepted more that they're going to you know, be on you know, normal golf, you know, golf channels. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I know I know with with Real Madrid with Florentino, he's really adamant. I think he sees the big picture of this league and the and the, more like it'll be a success. But you know, it's just that the other teams are not gonna you know they're gonna be left out in the out in the cold. And is that gonna ruin them financially too? You know, if they remain in the, the kind of local domestic, so you know you have Champions League. I know they're changing the format for that, but, you know, I think they, they could come with something better to make it more competitive, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But like I can say, yeah, it's inching closer and closer for that to become a reality. And I know, like I said, a lot of the teams mm-hmm. are just the lower teams that don't, don't want it. So, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see what, what comes down. I mean, imagine, imagine well that. like I said, that's a possibility over here too, because we have, you know that possible MLS Liga MX mergers. Basically, that is kind of like your Super Liga right there.
0: It is 100. Mm-hmm. percent
1: And now it comes that,
0: out. But I think that's I think that's the first straw. Me personally, I think right around right right around the World Cup in 2026, they're going to announce that they're mer- they're m- merging and creating that. You know, Craig, there you can argue in the United States, you know, with Canada very being very young. United States, still young. I know it's, what, 25, 30 years, what, 96? Yeah. yeah, so they're not even 30 almost years. 30,
1: almost 30 years.
0: 30 years. Uh, Liga MX is the long-term where, you yeah, know, that's, what, 100-plus, right? So that, that's yeah. probably the more senior one. But if you look at the, the clubs and teams in, in Liga MX, you know, you've got your, your powerhouses, but really beyond, what, 16, I think is what it, 16 teams, 14, 15 teams? There's a huge drop-off to, you know, where, you know, they had to shut, basically shut down the second division and hit the, you know, hit the reset button on it, where yeah. I think if you, you, you could do it where you could have, you know regionalized second, second divisions that maybe feed into it. You know, one team from, you know, from the Canadian premier league, one team through USL, you know, one team from Liga MX, uh, along those lines here, uh, you know, for that here, uh, I could see that, you know, starting to happen around that world cup. Cause if it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this is something that I've said about USL, if they're going to do, Pro Rail, it has to me. They've got th- two to three years left to do it. If not, they're yeah. never doing.
1: it. Yeah, um, and it's all talk. Yeah, because um, I, I, I can see that with the merger. I mean, don't be surprised that they even included the Como Ball teams, like the South American teams, to make. I mean, if they're going to do that in Europe, I don't see why not have your best teams from MLS, Mexico, Brazil, Argentina, and, and the ones that usually compete in the Copa become end up becoming a Super League. Because it's just to compete, you know, for you know, for the money against against those European teams. So that that's a poss- that could be a possibility in the near future as well as as a stepping stone after that.
0: So Matt is uh, trying to get us to go out to the uh, uh, season ticket member practice, which is tomorrow night, I believe. Uh, for here, I'll have to. I don't have the email pulled up here. Um, but evidently they are trying to get uh the fgs are trying to get more of the entire stadium on board I'm doing some of the chants uh for that here so matt uh, you know he, he said that he's going to take his drum and try to teach uh teach us so good luck with that matt um i'm going yeah. to i have plans to go out but we'll, we'll see if, if i do you've going into
1: the season too you won't? Because I'll be in Waco. Uh, but I think I told Matt if he can pick up my jersey. That's another thing. The jerseys, I think they're going to be available for pickup and whatever and whatever other stuff they're going to give to this scenes. depends on how drunk I get.
0: <laughs> so scratch that because we know he's re- <laughs> they won't have no Yeager bombs there
1: tomorrow night. Uh,
0: so it's a good thing you and I didn't go to uh, the, the Brahmins <laughs> match because uh, Royce went, Matt went, and Robert went, and um i know matt's taking a break from the show just because he wants to do more behind the scenes stuff uh with that here which which is acceptable um and you know we need to work with him so that way he can do the twitch short the the twitch and the short uh short videos uh for that here um i thought it was a pretty exciting game i know he mentioned that it sucked the ending sucked but (laughs) i thought it was a pretty exciting game especially for a first game first league um Biggest news out of it: uh, The Rock was there and announced that the XFL championship, championship will be played uh, at the Alamo Dome, and we know why because people show up. That's what San Antonio does. Uh, along those lines, here, but uh, we're now at an hour and ten minutes, so we got to get going, or Royce is going to kill us. Um, any <laughs> final, final thoughts?
1: <laughs> Just like I said, looking forward for this week, uh, and I'll be back on Fifty Fifty Podcast in a couple of weeks. I think on uh, early March. Oh no! Actually, February twenty, I think the 26th, I believe, or twenty-seventh. So twenty-seventh, we'll be going over Region Four new rankings Monday. again for state, and I'm sure with that with that same week, we'll have rankings for for San Antonio as well. There'll be some changes because there were a couple upsets, and I'm sure there'll be some this coming week too, and some surprises. So we're looking for that, and we're getting and yes, getting closer to uh. Our UIL bracketology, it's coming. I enjoyed doing the, the TAPS one, and I think there some TAPS teams that have already played this week, so we'll see how, how, how well we do on the picks.
0: Yeah, I guess i got to go look that up because they played yesterday, and the uh, mm-hmm. next round kicks off on Tuesday,
1: Tuesday. the 21st. Yeah, go like to Coach Kano uh, out there. Give him hell there in, in Houston.
0: Title all the way. I, I told Rafa to pick you all the way through, Coach. <laughs> he said no, you know, so – it is what it is. But uh, what's like without goals, we're out of here. Hope everybody has – hope we see everybody tomorrow um, at the season ticketman practice with the exception of Rafa because Rafa's got work um, in Waco of all places uh, for that year. Uh, if you can't make it, you know, like I said here, uh, hope to see everybody out in three weeks uh, for this you know, home opener on uh, the 11th of March. It's here uh, in SAFC. Need some player announcements. Come on.
1: Got to get with it. Got uh, to put on those talks. For this whole week,
0: <laughs> poor Susie, dude. Royce, Royce is not gonna be able to take those socks off, and and Susie's got to put up with with the smell of it. So, uh, poor Susie, uh, through that here. But hope everybody has a wonderful evening. We'll catch you next Sunday. Uh, should be a fuller crew. I don't know if the Brahmins play at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I think they may be away anyway. They're so, in Orlando. So they're in Orlando. So we should we should have the full crew
1: uh, back at that point here. So hope you have a wonderful day. Peace.